Leaning Toward Wisdom, the podcast. Modern Tales of an Ancient Pursuit. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. The website is leaningtowardwisdom.com. My name is Randy Cantrell. I'm your host here. Coming to you from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. March 2, 2022. The whole ask me anything craze. Not real sure about it, to tell you the truth. I'll cycle back around to that. Back in 2014, in a notebook, I wrote Psalm 37, verse 25. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And alongside that, I wrote thinking of yourself as an old man. But I never recorded it. Just wrote it in a notebook, kind of let it sit there. And it percolated for a while, but I never did anything with it. Uh, 2014. Yeah, if I, if I thought I was old then, well, little did I know. Hey, I'm glad that you're here. I'm trying to be somewhat consistent releasing shows on Thursday. This is Wednesday that I'm recording this, so. Hopefully it goes well enough that I can hit publish on this thing. Uh, I do get questions. And so I thought I would begin today with a little bit of a scatter shooting by speaking to some of these things uh, far and away. Uh, the biggest question that I get is monetizing this podcast. People continue to be perplexed. Here we are. 20 some odd years later, how does your podcast make any money? Or it'll be a question to that effect. Uh, you never sell anything. You're never, we, we don't hear anything about, you know, I mean, you're not hawking anything. What's, what's up with that? It's the interesting thing to me is the expectation that podcast listeners seem to have that. You, you, you come on. I mean, we got, we got to hear, we got to hear an ad. We got to hear, you got to, you got to hawk something, don't you? Um, it's funny. I, I will, and I do, I respond to every email and I will tell them, um, no, no, I, I, I really don't. I have, I did on one occasion, I had a spell there that was frankly pretty short lived where I was trying to get a project off the ground that, that, just it crashed and burned in a colossal way but a great 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 thing came out of it it was a project that i dubbed craving encouragement and i don't even remember the impetus for it i'm i'm sure i recorded it 
So I'd have to go back and listen. But in the midst of that, Rode, an electronics microphone company down in Australia, came out with a, a little piece of gear that I thought, I'd kind of like to have that. And so thinking about these emails that I would consistently get inquiring, what, or do you sell any, I mean, what do you, how do you make any money off this thing? And as time has gone by, it has become even, I can tell by the audience inquiries, it has become even more perplexing because I've been at this for so long and it just blows people's minds. How in the world can you have a podcast for 20 years and, and you've, you've, you basically, you've never made any money off of it. I mean, like, as though that's the only motive that a person would have to do it. Well, you know, I will respond to people and I said, now, surely I don't know how many episodes you've listened to, but if you've listened to just one, you've clearly got some sense that that's not why I'm doing this, but I digress. So I did this craving encouragement thing. And in the midst of it, road came out with this little piece of gear. It was about 600 bucks. It was a little podcast mixer. And I had a rack of equipment and I thought, you know, man, I could replace this entire rack of equipment, which was 20 years old with this one little modern piece of $600 thing. And reluctantly, and I don't know what possessed me to do it, but I got brave on a, on an occasion and I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to see if the audience will help me get this. And I offered a Skype or a zoom call. If somebody would, you know, if anybody gave me more than 25 bucks, well, people responded and frankly, people responded way more generously than I would have expected. And I ended up turning away a few people because I got to the $600 mark, frankly, sooner than not. And as people tried to send me money, I'm like, no, it's, I've already done it. I'm, I'm, I've, I've hit the goal. Sorry. Um, no need. And then I got the, the road piece, put it in line. And what that did for me is that enabled me. Then I could dismantle all my other hardware box it up, sell it. I gave some of it away, but I wasn't down, you know? So the yellow studio never, I didn't experience a single day. Okay. Maybe a day where I couldn't record, uh, you know, as I was dismantling things and boy, did it, it's just been great, 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 great. And so a huge thank you to those of you that are listening who made contributions to that $600 effort. That's the only money that I've ever made on the podcast. I do have a page somewhere. I don't even know where this page is. Uh, I used to keep it more updated than I do now. I do have some affiliate links somewhere. Uh, I can tell you, I don't think I've made, I doubt I've made a hundred bucks ever total in affiliate stuff. Because again, I, I really, I don't, I don't use it. I don't hawk it. I don't promote it. And then people will sometimes <laughs> they'll jokingly take me to task because people have heard me say in this podcast and others that I'm a capitalist. I made a joke on another podcast that I do with a co-host, um, 
I said, you know, I never claimed I was good at it. <laughs> I just, I just claim I'm a capital and I am a capitalist, sometimes a really bad one, but a capitalist nonetheless. Um, but that's far and away, far and away the number one inquiry that people make. And I think as time has gone by, it's because I've been doing this podcast for so long and I did, I did have somebody ask me not long ago, did I know of anybody? I mean, do, do I know of a podcast that's gone on so long, uh, and, and, and doesn't monetize. And I said, well, I'm the wrong person to ask because my podcasting consumption habits have dramatically changed from the early days. And you would think that it would have grown over time. For me, it hasn't. For me, my podcast listening has diminished over time. Uh, I, in fact, I will tell you that I am, I'm really not a regular consumer of a podcast on a weekly or even a monthly basis. And that's not true. There's an exception to this. There's a, a live stream that I'm pretty much there every Saturday. Uh, it's with two podcasting friends, Dave Jackson, who runs the school of podcasting at school of podcasting.com. Dave is a, he's a podcast coach and consultant and Dave's been at it a long, long time. And Jim Collison is his co-host and Jim handles webinars and that kind of stuff for Gallup. Jim is in Nebraska and Dave is up in Ohio and they live stream a show called ask the podcast coach.com. Uh, if you go to ask the podcast coach.com, I think slash live, they live stream on YouTube. Well, they may, they may broadcast elsewhere, but that's where I watch it. And it's a video, you know, it's them on a zoom type call and they take questions and the chat group is pretty active. And I'm probably one of 30 people that are pretty faithful, pretty faithful. I've, I've, I've been there. It's on Saturday mornings at nine 30 central, 10 30 Eastern. And other than that, I can tell you, I can't tell you that I consistently, I will listen to Dave's school of podcasting with some regularity. And because I like Jim. I will dive into Jim has an average guy, the average guy TV. Um, it's largely tech talk. And while I love tech, man, Jim and these guys are, they're just at another level. Now they can get as geeky as you want and they can, they can, and they can also fly high level because, well, they are the average guy. So there's that. And I'll catch Jim's shows, but I'm typically, you know, he may do a show and it's like, I don't even have a clue what they're talking about. And so I'm, I may bail out on that one and he doesn't care. He's completely good with it. So when people ask me, well, you know, what other podcasts on pod? I couldn't tell you, I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are people that are producing podcasts that are just like me that I mean, do they wish they could make a buck? Yeah. Would it be nice? Would it be nice if I could make anything? I mean, if I could make a hundred bucks, 200 bucks a month, it would, it would go a long way to defraying the hassle and the cost. And I just, it's just, 
I'm not opposed to, to doing it. It's just, it's just not, I didn't start this podcast for that purpose. And in fact, I really, I have never started a podcast with that purpose, which sounds really odd for a confessed capitalist to admit, but there you go. I just did. Um, have I seen opportunities once I started a podcast to figure out a way to monetize? Yes. But the two longest standing podcasts for me are this one and the one that's a little more work related at growgreat.com. And over there, I'm really not pitching anything overtly. Sometimes I'll mention my coaching, but I'm in essence, that is kind of a, a business development, a little bit of a, a real soft sell marketing effort for people to figure me out and listen and decide whether or not I'm their cup of tea. And if perchance they're th- thinking about executive or leadership coaching. Great. Hopefully I, they contact me or they think about me, uh, small business kind of coaching and consulting. If, if that's of interest to people, then hopefully, you know, I can get some top of mind recognition. Uh, does it work swimmingly? No, no, it, it doesn't. Uh, what it does do is it segments it, it allows some differentiation for me. And it also allows prospective customers to figure out whether they even like me or not. Now I will tell you that largely in my experience with that podcast at growgreat.com, it has kind of worked in reverse. It has really more been people who engage me or hire me and it, it then becomes kind of a go-to. It becomes something that, that now they consume because it really, and I purposefully do this, the content is designed to reinforce the content is designed to provoke thought that is really congruent with all of these private and confidential conversations that I have in coaching people. So I would say that I really do a really poor job, even at that podcast, when it comes to monetizing a podcast. So all that to say this, if you are a podcaster or you're wanting to podcast and you've got high interest in monetizing the podcast, you you are listening to the wrong voice, uh, because I am far from, from being an expert at that, but it's far and away the question, you know, the question that I get secondarily to that occasionally new listeners who don't have a ton of context. And this reminds us as podcasters, and I would even go as far as even storytellers, digital storytellers in particular to, well, what the radio people call kind of resetting resetting is, well, what am I listening to? So if you're listening to a radio station and they're interviewing somebody and you will hear them every few minutes say, you know, we're talking with Jerry Jones. We're talking with, you know, Billy Bob Watson and Billy Bob is the author of the latest, greatest book, blah, blah, blah. That's resetting. They're resetting because you never know when people are tuning in and podcasters. Some of us don't do a great job of that. I got my hand in the air. If this is your first episode that you've ever listened to, 
we're this many minutes in and I've still not given you any context about this podcast. You heard the title, you heard the tagline, but (laughs) what else, you know, so not a great way to go. Here's the problem for me. I know the rules of good podcasting. I just don't do it. (laughs) I don't do it consistently. And I should, I admittedly, I should. Uh, so let me reset and I will give you context because again, this is, this is, this is right up there too, particularly with people that don't go way, way back with the podcast and most podcasts, even modestly listen to podcasts like this one, you know, you get, you get new people every now and again. I started this podcast over 20 years ago when my kids were at home going to high school and I did it for myself, but I had them in mind and I dubbed it leaning toward wisdom. This was before I had the URL and I started recording stuff. I just started recording things that I thought now my kids listen to me and as you could well imagine a really verbal family, right? Really communicative. So it wasn't like there wasn't this daily communication going on, but I thought what really was the impetus was me thinking about my great grandparents, particularly my great grandfathers. I did know my great grandmothers, but I did not know my great grandfathers. They, they were gone by the time I kind of had any awareness. And I thought, how cool would it be to click play and you could hear them? I don't know. Just make observations. I mean, who cares, but how cool would it be if they had the foresight to talk to me or future generations and say, I don't know, here's a few things that I've learned. That was the impetus for this podcast. And I was thinking about my kids. I wasn't thinking about my grandkids. I didn't have any at the time. I've now got five. And I certainly wasn't thinking about great grandkids. I don't have any yet and may not live long enough to, but we'll see. But I thought how, what a crime, right? What a crime, how easy it is for us to produce digital content. And in my case here, audio and record some things and there's no friction to it. It's easy peasy. I'm not saying it's easy to do it well the whole podcasting thing, but I was just recording stuff and putting it online. I, I wouldn't, we didn't even call it podcasting at the time. Those of us that were blogging, it wasn't even called blogging. It was called journaling. And then those of us that were recording audio, it, it, it got referenced as audio journaling, which in essence was what it was. Well, it later became blogging. And the audio part of it later became podcasting. We didn't know anything about subscribing and Apple iTunes wasn't around and all of that came later. But that was the reason that the podcast even got started. So I didn't start with the notion of, you know what? I am so brilliant. And what I have to share, the world is just panting and waiting anxiously on the edge of their seat for me to open my mouth. And certainly somebody's going to pay big money for this. (laughs) No, you kidding me? I thought I'd be lucky 
I'd be lucky if my grown kids would listen. And then frankly, my admission was when I'm dead, they'll click play, right? I mean, I'm here now. So are they listening right now? I can assure you they're not. (laughs) I think about them every show. No question. No question. I'm thinking about you too, because as I've gotten an audience and I've gotten to know some of you, there are specific people that I have in mind as I'm recording because, well, I, some of you communicate with me some more regularly than others. And we've got this little micro Facebook group. I checked right before I hit record. There's 168 people in the Facebook group. So it's massive, right? Um, I, there's something about all that, that I just kind of like, I just kind of enjoy. So as they say in radio, that's the reset. So if you're a first time listener, well, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. And I hope that that kind of helps you. Um, the title leaning toward wisdom. Can't tell you where it came from. I get asked that don't know. Uh, it just here's my logic and here was my logic then. And it still holds up. I've never professed to have wisdom. I've never professed to be the, um, the end all be all when it comes to trying to articulate wisdom or any lessons that I've learned about wisdom. My notion was I'm hoping to lean toward it. I'm hoping to lean more toward wisdom and I'm hoping to lean further and further away from my own foolishness. So the title is incredibly self-serving. Well, quite frankly, the entire podcast is self-serving because as much as I can think about you or my grandkids or my kids, I'm largely clicking record because I want to, and I'm largely producing content that I enjoy producing, you know, does it resonate with others? Some, does it resonate with a big bunch of people? No, it doesn't. Number one, I don't think the topic is all that. And then some, I think it's important. Don't get me wrong, but as far as drawing a crowd, well, good luck. And number two, I certainly don't profess to being all that good at it. Uh, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm good enough to keep on doing it. And while I do want to get better, I think getting better is a relative thing. And I think for some people getting better means, okay, how can you figure out how to crack the code? How can you figure out how to produce shows that will get more listens? How can you build a bigger audience all with the goal of trying to monetize it or something else, you know, be famous, be known. I'm so disinterested in both of those objectives. And that's part of my problem. And, and I, and I say that with all sincerity, um, I'm not throwing rocks at people that want to be known. I mean, there's high, high value in being known. I'm smart enough of a business guy to know that visibility is the key. It just is look at any endeavor other than those things that are ridiculously technical. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, um, Google, Salesforce. Okay. These are, these are companies that were begun and started and operated by people with great technical proficiency. But then there's a 
ton of other things where you don't have to be necessarily the world's best, but if you've got the visibility down, if people know who you are, if you can get that top of mind real estate, it doesn't matter if you're the world's best. So I completely understand the power of visibility. I just don't chase it. I I don't mean chase it. I, 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 I don't pursue it in any way, shape or form. Um, which leads to another piece of feedback or question that I, I quite often get. And that is it's, I kind of answered it with the, you know, with the kids and the grandkids and stuff, but you know, so why, why do it? Why do it? I, I particularly hear that from people when I let them know, listen, I monetizing this thing was really not in the cards. I, I never set out to do that. Like I said, do I wish that I had some mechanism in place so that people who did want to support me could, uh, I do, but I don't mention it. I don't hawk it. I don't promote it. Um, there's a link here on the website, uh, support the podcast. Uh, I, I, I haven't checked the analytics lately, but I doubt anybody goes and checks that and <laughs> checks that page at all. And I'm in no way offended by that. I'm, I'm not put off by that. I don't take it as an affront that you guys aren't just lining up to send me money. I mean, who's going to do that? Why, why should you do that? But I think it speaks to, for me, it speaks to maybe a bigger thing. And that is, I'm just here behind a microphone, largely talking to myself, knowing that you're out there eavesdropping in on this conversation. And I'm just hopeful that together, collectively and individually, we can figure some things out because I just know that wherever you are and whatever you you're going through, and we all are, we're all going through stuff that largely you're just getting up every day, trying to figure it out. And while that can sound depressing, I don't mean it that way. It's just the way life works. I don't mean that your life is horrible. I don't even mean that you're going through something all that significantly challenging. But if you're not, you will. And if you're not, you likely already have, and you know it's going to cycle back around again. I just know that the human condition is such that we're all just, you know, we're just trying to figure it out, right? I mean, I've been young, and now I'm old, and I know these things, right? These, these, these are just truisms. And so I don't fire up this microphone and I don't hit record ever thinking, well, you guys need to be listening to me. I, I don't feel qualified to tell people what to do. I jokingly, I will jokingly comment to some friends of mine who rather enjoy wearing the tag thought leader. Yeah. Listen, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm desperately working hard to lead my own thoughts. I'm, I'm not about to accept responsibility to try to lead yours. You're nuts. <laughs> so yeah, it's another comment that I get of, of, of being self-deprecating. And I'm like, well, if, if you hung around me over the course of 12 hours, uh, you would learn that it's in my DNA. It's, it's, it's who I am. I just, 
I just can't think of myself. I can think of myself as an old man. I just can't, I can't think of myself as being, you know, the smartest, wisest old man on the planet, the guy that you ought to be listening to because you'll learn something. The podcast by and large is my effort to help you figure it out. Not, not by any purpose or any methodology really other than maybe provoking some thought Jim Collison some years ago, you know, described it as just, you know, I think it was Jim. Sorry, Jim, if I'm attributing it to the wrong person, but you know, just kind of a, a walk in the woods. And, and I do, I get something along those lines. I get that with some regularity that listening to the podcast is, well, it's either that or it'll put you to sleep. Uh, it's just like a, you know, like a stroll through, like a stroll through the woods, uh, having a chat with somebody and the podcast episodes, they go and another question, you know, how do you decide what to talk about? I, I, I talk about whatever is present in the moment. Um, I, I'm not at all. Well, come on. You, you should be able to tell this by now. I'm not at all trying to game the system. I'm not at all trying to, you hear podcasters say it all the time, you know, give the audience, ask your audience what they want. Well, uh, I don't do that because the few times that I've tried, it was crickets chirping. And then, you know, I've had moments where I would go dark for a little while, might not record a pod. I might not record an episode for a month or two, you know, and then people wonder, you know, well, are you still alive? Did you die? I mean, what, you know, what's going on? I, we, I haven't seen a new episode in weeks and weeks and, uh, and that makes you feel good that, okay, I'm absent and people are missing. None of that. And this is super ironic. And I've had this conversation just recently with a buddy. I am so strategic in most every area of life, but I'm not strategic at all here. And maybe that's, you know, maybe that's a, a blessing and a curse. And maybe, maybe I'm leaning too heavily into that because I am so strategic everywhere. And maybe I don't know. I mean, this is self psychoanalysis time, right? I mean, maybe here I just like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I want to do. And I really don't care. And <laughs> it sounds horrible to say, especially to you. Cause come on, you've clicked play. You're giving me your time and attention, but I, it true confession. I don't care if one person listens. I don't care if a thousand people listen. I don't care if nobody listens. I just don't. I, I wish that we're different. I no, I don't. Sometimes I do, but it's not, it's just not, it's just not different. Uh, some episodes get, you know, significantly more listens than others, but I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here setting any records. I've got a band of, of a few hundred people that are going to consistently listen and I'm good with it. I'm good with it, but I, I can tell you the truth. I'd be good if, if I clicked on any analytics and realized one other person besides me clicked play and I'll click play just to make sure the file sounds right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going back and listening to this whole thing, but, um, yeah, I'm looking through my notes here to see, I mean, those are the, 
those are the, the most consistently kinds of, well, Hey, what about this? What about that? I, I and I, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't get a bunch of email period. And I certainly don't get a bunch of email asking me questions. These are questions that come. i tell you, this is the cool thing for me. And this is absolutely true. Almost a hundred percent. In fact, I can't remember a time that I got an email that was not lengthy. Those of you that take the time to email me, man, you're sharing a story. You are sharing a story and almost, I won't say a hundred percent of the time, cause I'm sure there's been an exception, but I can't think of one. It will, it will refer to an episode. I listened to this episode and then you guys will go on and sometimes, I mean, I've got emails that are pages long, but it's really common for me to get an email. That's at least a page long and you guys will share some story. And I mean, come on for a guy like me, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, to be a guy that you listen to that you've likely never met in person and probably never will. Um, some guy sitting, you know, in a yellow studio in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and we're just kind of telling some stories and we're sharing some insights and we're trying to figure this thing out. And it's a moving target because no sooner do you think you had it figured out until then next week, something happens and knocks you to your knees. And you're like, well, thought I had that figured out, but guess I was wrong. And you guys start sharing your stories with me. Well, that's for me, that's worth the price of admission right there to be a guy that you trust enough to say, I listened to you and let me tell you my story, or at least let me tell you this little part of my story. It, yeah, it's great. It's great. Uh, and on occasion that I hop on a zoom call with some of you, and we get to be face to face, even if it's virtual, that's pretty stinking terrific too. So I know it didn't have a whole lot to do with me having written down that verse in Psalm 37. I have been young and now am old yet. Have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread? I don't know. I wrote it down umpteen year well it's not umpteen years ago 2014 thinking of yourself as an old man but that was kind of on my mind today and i really hadn't talked much about it so i probably should revisit that and give it and give it a bit more thought but how is it with you i don't know if you're young i don't know if you're old i don't know where you live you want to let me know man i'd love to hear from you randy cantrell at gmail.com. That's the email. Thinking of yourself as an old man, thinking of yourself as an old woman. I don't know. Maybe you think of yourself as a young man, as a young woman, whatever it is, I'm happy for you. And I hope you're happy with yourself. Man, spring has sprung. I don't think legally, technically. 
The time changes here in another week, 10 days or so, doesn't it? I think. Pretty sure. I hate time change. I wish they'd just leave this thing well enough alone. Thoughts and prayers are going out to Ukraine. That's been on my mind quite a lot lately. Being thankful that all is as well with me and my family, that I'm not living in some war-torn place, but man, feeling feeling awful for these people who are having to leave their home, those people that are staying behind to fight for home. And I realized that I've got a few listeners around the world. But I don't know I don't know of any listeners that are in areas where there's tremendous conflict, physical conflict. So in my leaning toward wisdom, it almost always, 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 always has a focal point of gratitude. So as we wind down, let me thank you. I'm grateful for you. For clicking play, for listening, for bearing with my foolishness as I try to lean further away from it. Yeah, sometimes we have to embrace a little bit of it to have a good time. The email address is randycantrell at gmail.com. If you want to share a story or two or three, feel free. If you got questions, I'm happy to answer. Just don't expect me to be the guy with the answers because we're all in this together. LeaningTowardWisdom.com. That's the website. Click the Facebook icon over there if you're not inside the Facebook group and you got interest in being there. Greetings and welcome inside the Yellow Studio. Welcome.